Welcome to the Eberwine for President podcast. Today we're going to connect the dots. and We've got a series of podcasts where we connect the dots and we illustrate how it is that big business in concert with news agencies and in concert with the federal government take our money and use it for corporate welfare. Often we hear of elected officials benefiting from stock trades. And in this particular case, we're going to talk about how our government has given over $14 billion in subsidies that end up in the pockets of the broadband providers. What we have is an article that reads like this. I'll start with the first couple of paragraphs. Two years ago, U.S. lawmakers created a $14.2 billion fund to help low-income families across America to pay for Internet service they otherwise would struggle to afford. Now, let's start with that paragraph. Now, why are they doing that? Why is it that that $14.2 billion is flowing? It's corporate welfare. Nothing more, nothing less. It's presented to you as though it's helping the low-income families. Now, let's read a little bit further. Since then, nearly 19 million households have come to rely on the subsidy, which provides $30 or more in monthly bill aid, helping to narrow the long-standing digital divide that has placed low-income families at a disadvantage for everything from educational services to employment opportunities. Now, let's stop there. It's being presented as though this is being done to help low-income families. Well, this is being helped, this is being done to help broadband providers rake in the profits. And if you look at In this Connect the Dot series, if you look at what's going on, there is discussion right now between the lawmakers as to whether or not they should fund this program again. And they'll have the back and forth that makes it look like they're going to do anything other than give those broadband providers money. Billions of your tax dollars and your children's tax dollars, billions of your country's future to these large businesses. Now, once we have the lawmakers that say, okay, we've discussed this enough where the American people are going to think that we actually give a darn about this, we're going to go ahead and okay the theft of billions of dollars more. And they give the signal to the broadband providers and the broadband providers give the signal to them on the stock purchases. So then the money flows and 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 the stocks may have even dropped a little bit while there was a discussion. And actually that's the hope for the lawmakers so that when they do finally start the theft again, that they have already bought some stock and they can watch those stock prices rise. This is a self-serving issue, self-serving methodology for our lawmakers. If you notice, we have lots and lots of discussion, this so-called heated discussion on both sides of the aisle. 
Meanwhile, they're laughing all the way to the bank as they manipulate those stock prices based on the verbiage. There isn't necessarily any corporate head that picks up the phone and says, hey, we think the stock price is going to go up now. You better buy some stock. No, they're, they're much more clever than that. They have their open debate that somehow leads us to believe that, that they actually are thinking about whether to steal money from you. And then they go ahead and pull the trigger and they do it. Big This is just one example. This is, these are the telecom providers. But this goes on in corporate America all the time, all over the nation, all throughout these large businesses. Now I'm going to vector off for just a second because I want to remind you that we have a prohibition against prayer in school because the Supreme Court ruled that it was a violation of the separation of church and state and the establishment clause because of the tax dollars that flow to the schools. And you've heard me make this statement before, and this is my position, I want to be clear about this, that the Internet is a taxpayer-funded entity. It's a hardware-software version of the schools, the brick-and-mortar schools. And those tax dollars that flow to maintain that Internet and to construct it in the first place, those tax dollars mean that the government's actions are inextricably intertwined with our free speech. And I want to point out very quickly again that we as taxpayers and as U.S. citizens, when our speech is impeded and impaired by Facebook or Twitter or Google or any of those other large corporate entities that control traffic on the Internet, when the government allows those entities' tentacles into our taxpayer-funded speech pipeline, that action of allowing those companies in to impede our speech is censorship by our government. It's that simple. It's a complete and total analog to the prayer in school. All right, shifting back. The digital divide. What a clever term. What a clever term. Like, somehow, there's this huge divide between the different classes on who has access to the internet well let me let me give you some examples of how they use that term to steal more money from you and i they every single taxpayer subsidy they say we're doing this to reduce the digital divide we want to make that that internet accessible to all Americans at all socioeconomic stratas. And folks, the only thing that they're doing is making sure that there's a conduit into the living room and into the hands of every American for big business and corporations to market their products. That is the sole reason for making sure that everybody has a phone, everybody has internet service, everybody has a big screen TV. So, if we want to narrow that digital divide any further, well, shoot, we, we need shorter work weeks. That way people can be at home watching their internet device. Shorter work weeks for sure. And, oh, by the way, uh, we need free phones, free TVs, 
and maybe even free internet service instead of just a subsidy. Free laptops. Free Uber rides to the store to get your free phones, free laptops, and free television sets. Free, free, free. Free Uber rides. That's right. We need to narrow that digital divide. We need to get you in that Uber and get you down to that store so we can get you that free stuff. Folks, there's nothing free. Nothing free. Free is a term that the government uses and that business use as they're stealing from our future. We need to put an end to this nonsense. And you and I can do it. Visit our website and see how it is and listen to these podcasts and we will give you the blueprint for taking back our country. And we can't do it without your action. You have to get involved. Stay focused. Get focused and stay focused.